Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Mark chapter 4 in your hearing. Man, our pastor is the one that inspired this message. Remember, he was talking the night of the value of affliction. And he told the story of the fruit tree and how it wouldn't bear and scorned the fruit tree from the bottom limb to the bottom and how it never missed after that. St. Mark chapter number 4, verse 1 through verse number 8. And he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship. And he sat in the sea. The whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. The fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root... It withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and, everybody said, increased. And brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word. Thank you, Lord. I realize your spirit is in this place. My dependence, God, is upon you tonight to speak through these lips of clay, to encourage, to strengthen, to stir the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord, by the word of God tonight, that we would be increased, God. I ask it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And you can be seated. I could for a while tonight I want to minister on this subject bearing fruit bearing fruit I have noticed something in this this story is told in the gospels it's told in Matthew and it's told in Mark and it's told in Luke and Mark seems that he places more emphasis upon this parable than the other, than either Matthew or Luke. Mark seems to remember a strong word that Jesus used to start this parable that the other writers had missed. Everybody said, hearken. Hearken is a very strong word. Jesus started Amen, this parable that way, hearken. 
And that word hearken is a strong word for it's time to listen. I want you to listen. Amen. And, uh, and, and I want you to know, Christians, if there is ever a time that we need to take this parable to heart and we need to listen, it's now. The parable of the sower is a very important parable to the church. And we are about to be taught how to prepare the ground for sowing. Notice that the seed did not produce only on good ground. Somebody say good ground. Jeremiah said in 4 and 3 that for thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem break up your fallow ground and sow not among the thorns. The word fallow ground is plowed ground. Everybody say plowed ground. And that's really good. Your ground needs plowed, but you can't stop there. You must, the Bible said, to break up the fallow ground. You must, you must break it down more than just to plow it. And I remember back when I was growing up on the farm and when, even when I worked on the farm in the 60s and worked for John Deere doing field service work. Dick will remember that. Man, and uh, they would plow the fields first in those days and then they would disc them and harrow them to break up the plowed ground so they could get it ready to plant. They worked it down a lot more then than they do now. And uh, it, it really, it was a beautiful sight when you seen the ground that was all worked up driving across the countryside this farm community that we live in and, and when, this, when you could see the plowed ground and the next time you went by it was nice and slick and looked so pretty and it was, it was ready for planting. But notice the waste in the sowing, if you please, in our scripture tonight. The Bible said that some fell by the wayside. There was a waste of it. The, the, the farmer would just throw his seed and the seed would blow and many times it got along the wayside it was out of the field it was not in the, the plowed it was not in the ground that had been broken up but it kind of just the wind took it and carried it by the wayside if you please I want us to really zero in tonight because I feel like if we're not careful in the day and the age we live, some of our seed could be along the wayside. I have noticed something in the last several years that I believe that God would have us to pick up on and I believe that if there is ever a time that you and I need to break up the fallow ground, it's today. I believe sometimes we have thrown the seed and we have wasted some seed before the ground was ready to be planted. Oh, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And I believe that it's God's will and the Bible teaches us that it's his will that none should perish 
but all come to repentance. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of wasted seed. I'm tired of people just throwing seed and it landing, not even in the field, but it's a waste of seed. Glory. And then the second thing that happened, the Bible said that some fell on stony ground. The first, the fowls got a hold of it because it was plumb out of the field. It was easy to get to. So the enemy destroyed. I'm going to tell you, there's been a lot of seed that's been destroyed that we have cast out and the enemy has destroyed. He has just come and ate up the seed and it done them no good except for the birds got it. I, I, don't, I don't like waste. I hate waste. I know some of you have put things aside, and I have, and you know, and then you, you know, they'll call me a pack rat or whatever, but I'll put it up and save it for I know I'm going to use that one of these days, and five years later I run onto it and think I should have threw it away. But I don't like to waste. Amen. Just knew I was going to use it. But some fell on stony ground. And, uh, and the stony ground was, was not that there wasn't any earth, but the earth was thin on top of the stone. There was just, just a layer of dirt, and, and it grew fast because it was not buried deep. So it would come up, and, and it looked so good. Sister Rhonda, when it first came up, think, man, look at this. Isn't this great? This is just beautiful. Then the sun would come out and it would beat down upon it and the Bible said it would scorch and wither away. No good for nothing. I thought, you know, this is such a waste. If we're not careful in church, we do this thing spiritually that we throw out the seed before the ground is broken up and ready for it and we run more people off than we ever draw in because the ground wasn't ready. It does no good to harp on holiness and all the other things that go with it, the Godhead and whatever you want to say. We can harp on things, but if the ground is not ready, honey, it won't do a drop of good and the birds will eat up the seed and we're at loss. I have watched apostolic movement as I came up in this ever since I was a child receiving the Holy Ghost at nine years old, being baptized in Jesus' name, the Wabash River down in Rochester, Sister Betty and I together, Charles, got baptized. But if we're not careful, this ground is stony and it's not been working. We're not careful about what we do with the seed so the sun comes along and he scorches it. And it's no good for nothing. It comes up, but it don't produce. There's no fruit. Come on. It's, it's, it, don't, it don't do us no good to take our time to plant something if it's just going to come up and scorch and wither away. I've wasted seed. I've wasted time. And I'm sorry, but I believe in the apostolic movement. If we're not careful, we can waste time. And time is precious right now. We have got a world that's searching and hunting for answers to their problems. And if we don't get the ground ready, church, I'm telling you, we can cast all the seed we want. But if it's not ready, it's a waste of time. And it's a waste of seed. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, right. Hallelujah. And then the Bible said that some fell 
among the thorns. It tried to grow, but the thorns grow, grew more than the crop, and it choked it out. I'm going to tell you what. Don't throw your seed among the thorns. I'm going to be careful where I plant my seed. And I'm going to be careful of what kind of ground that it falls on. I don't want it to just fall any place. I want to make sure that I'm in a place where it's not going to be carried away and wasted. I'm going to make sure that I'm not a place where it's on stony ground and it's just going to grow up and the sun is going to scorch it. I'm going to make sure, amen, that I'm not in a place where there's thorns. I'm not going to throw it among the thorns. Come on. I'm not going to throw it in the devil's territory and, and he's going to lick it up right in the midst of me and I've lost more time and I've lost more grain. I want to make sure that what I'm planning is going to grow. I want to grow, go back to Mark 4 and 8. Mark 4 and 8. And other fell on, everybody said good ground. Good ground. And it, everybody said did yield fruit. That sprang up and everybody said increased. And brought forth. Oh my, I like this. Some 30 some 60 and some 100. I guess all of the times, pastor, that I have read this section that it never did set with me or catch me like it did this time. But I seen something in this that excited me. Hallelujah. Because there was some that fell on good ground. And I think sometimes we don't Go ahead and we stop right there and don't read the rest and really understand what it's saying. But it said it brought forth, it increased. I like the word increased. It increased and some 30 in other time, in other words, if I could put it this way, that some brought forth 30 times more than was planted. Oh, I know. I've preached a hundredfold. Come on. But very very often do we go down and get the 34. None of us want to stop there. We want to go on the 100. But I'm telling you around here, if we could get increased 30 times more than we planted, it wouldn't be long. We'd be building a brand new church in Mount Carmel, Illinois. Give me that 30. Let me plant my seed on some ground that's ready to be planted. Oh, gee. Oh, hallelujah. Give me the 30-fold. Oh, give me an increase of 30. That sound good to you? How would you like to plant your money and you could get 30 times that? That's pretty good. And the Bible said that some was 60-fold. I don't know about you, but I'm about to get excited. When I read this how it should be, I started getting excited. Even though I look around and I see that we've wasted seed, I know now how to plant. You know now how to plant. I don't have to waste seed no more. I'm not going to throw it by the wayside. I'm not going to throw it on stony ground. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm not going to throw it among the thorns. I'm going to wait till my ground has been prepared. Come on. For the seed to go in it. 
Hallelujah. Well, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if I could get 60 times what I've planted. Come back in a minute, but 60 times what I've planned. Wouldn't you like to plant a dollar bill, Brother James, and go back and there's 60 times that there? You know, that's the way that God works because he said when it falls on good ground, you're going to get an increase. Oh, God. If we could just somehow pick it up in the church today to break up the fallow ground. Come on. We got to get souls ready to meet God. Come on. And if I can break up the fallow ground, if I can teach them the word of God and get it down. Come on. If I can get it right, break up the fallow ground. Get out the heart of stone and put in a heart of flesh. Amen. And plant that seed. The Bible promises me that there will be an increase. It could be 30 times more than I planted. It can be 60 times more than I planted. Or it can be 100 times more. God give us a hundredfold. First Apostolic Church, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'll settle for 30. Just give me some souls. Come on. Oh, glory. I got to thinking, I thought, Lord, we've not done so good, have we? We've, how much seed, Lord, have we, have we just wasted? We've just kind of broadcast the seed, and the wind has caught it and carried it away. To where it wasn't going to do any good. Or some of it's landed on the stony ground. Some of it's landed in the thorns. And, and you come by and it makes you sick, you know, because it's grown up. But all at once you see the sun starting to wither it. Come on. Or else it's the, the thorns are come about it and they've choked it out and it can't do anything. All that luscious fruit that could, could actually grow in there if it wasn't for the thorns. But, but, the, the, but, the, but the seed was just not, not put in the, in the place it ought to be. Come on, church. We need to watch where we're throwing seed. Gonna, just going to be really truthful with you. I have found myself sometimes that I have thrown some seed and it's done nothing but been wasted. You know, it's good that you get a hold of somebody that really wants God and they're, they're really trying and working after God and you plant the seed and it feels like it's done good. Next thing you know, you start seeing them come to church. That's a great feeling. You know what? You're about to receive an increase. That makes everybody feel good. But when I work and work with that individual and the first thing you know, they're gone and you don't hear about them. You don't know, you know, they don't contact you. You contact, they never answer the phone. After a while, I think, your boy, was that a waste? We're living in a world today where there's a lot of things to choke out the seed. If it in the heat of your... Christian walk with God. Let me tell you, it works on the Christian too. There is seed that falls and then, and then it, it begins to work on you. The sun beats down and you don't know if you're going to be able to handle it or not. Come on. 
and you pray to God that where you're standing is ground that's been cultivated and made ready for the seed. Come on. You pray that who you come in contact with, that their seed is fell on ground that's ready to be planted. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some brought forth a hundred. Some for every seed that they got a harvest. Some for every seed. Somebody say yes. yes. All right. I just, we might as well just have a little show and tell. I've got an apple here. Began to, this sermon began to stir in my mind. and I, I always think of the silly stuff. I sat down, nobody but me at home. And I was studying the Word of God. I was studying, I was studying this. And so I sat down and I fixed this. I used our little gadget, you know, so the core would be in the center and I began to sit there and eat that luscious apple piece by piece as I was studying. I know y'all getting hungry, aren't you? And after I got through eating that luscious apple, all of it, then I got out my knife and I began to, I began to scrape, put me a bowl underneath so I wouldn't lose anything, and began to scrape the seed out of here. How many seed do you think was in this apple? And nobody was right. Somebody said it. Sister Shay, you got the magic number. There was two seeds in that apple. And I already see, you know, countenance fallen of people. You know. Here we go. Just two seeds. Two seeds. Let me tell you something. Let me stop here just for a minute. One piece of fruit can make a difference. One piece of fruit has within it the potential of producing an entire orchard. One piece of fruit is part of a chain of production and reproduction that continue for centuries. Glory. So it has two seeds in it. And you think, boy, that's not many. My wife was, I think she was taken when I told her there was only two seeds in that apple. I, she thought they'd be six or eight or, you know, and I'd be truth with you, I thought they would be too. But there was only two seeds in it. And then we kind of made my heart drop. And I wanted to almost go eat another apple and tear out some more seeds. And, you know, I wanted to really say that apple had ten seeds in it. You know, that's, you know what? We're in the place, church. If we're not careful, we're looking for numbers rather than quality. Come on. 
I don't know about you, but I don't want some that's wrapped up in all the trash of the world, all the thorns, and they come in and they survive for a while, and the next thing you know, they're gone. I don't know about you. I'm not interested in that kind of planning. What I'm interested in is getting the ground ready, getting them in here, getting rooted and deep and grinned in the earth where they can grow, where they'll stay here for the harvest. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just think, if you would with me. Just think. This may be a short sermon. Just think, if you would with me, just for a moment. If you planted a seed this year and got one soul and two more seeds to plant. I got my apple and I got two more seeds. So I can plant them too. And wonder what it'd be like in First Apostolic Church if we could plant and just get one apiece. If this year we could focus, Brother Mason, on getting one soul. Hey, I know, Pastor, give you five slit or five things that you could, five names that you could write down, bring Easter Sunday. I wonder if we would strategically somehow do, do our very best to get people that would come. If we would write down names that we almost knew without a shadow of a doubt, if I work on them enough, they'll be here. If we can make sure that the ground was ready, come on. We need to make sure our ground's ready. Let's not cast no seed just ever which way. Let's be careful where we're casting our seed and make sure our ground is ready to be planted. If every person that's in this church, and I realize there's several missing tonight, but if every person in this church would gain one soul this year, plant one seed. In fact, if we could do what that apple done and we could gain two seeds, two souls this year, if every person in here could gain two souls, and I don't have no count, don't matter, the truth is, in less than a year, this church would be running over. Just by making sure that our ground is ready to plant and not just casting our our seed any place. Come on. Well, I'll just cast it out and we'll see what happens. No, sir, I'm going to be careful because we're living in a day and an hour when people needs God and there's some that's seeking. We might as well get the ones that's seeking this thing. Oh, yeah. I want my friends back. I want my family back. I want those that's backslid. I want them back. Come on, church. Glory. Hallelujah. I want them. I want them. I want them. I want them. But unless they're searching for it, they'll never find it. Come on. But if I plant the seed and they're ready, they'll come through those doors, church. And before long, this place will be running over, not only with people, but with the joy of the Lord. Revival spirit, miracle signs and wonders, because that happens when there is a revival. 
Hallelujah. Belonged for a church before. I want to tell you something. Anyone, even me, can count the seeds in an apple. But on the other side of the story, the, but God is the only one that can count the apples in a seed. Let me, let me, I, know you, I think you missed that. I said anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but God's the only one that can count the apples in a seed. Everybody says two, just two. You mean that's all that apple brought for, just two? Yeah, but do you realize how many orchards could come out of just two of these seeds? You haven't got any idea how many trees could grow from just those two seeds. Come on. If we would just keep reproducing this, come on. If you could plant these two seeds and get somebody else to plant two seeds, after a while, we've got an orchard in Mount Carmel that'll take over this city. Yes, I said we've got an orchard. Oh, let me tell you, we need to plant it on good ground. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. I don't know about you, but okay, I'm gonna help you a little bit, Pastor. He's been talking about volunteers and we've been working on it ever since the first of the year. Been working on volunteers and things, trying to get help. I'm going to tell you something. If each one of us would take it upon ourselves, say, I'm going to win one soul this year. I am going to. I am not going to be slack concerning this thing. I am going to win one soul. y'all yes sir my eyes is going over the crowd because I don't see anybody in here that's not able to win one soul there's not a one of us that could not win one soul you know what the problem is we don't want to plow and we don't want to break up the fallow ground it's work come on if you're going to win souls it's going to be work come on you, you, yes sir you, you may have to go out to the, to the bylaws and you may have to hand out some things and, and some cards and take some names, take some addresses. You may have to talk to people. You may have to give two or three hours of your day. Come on now. I'm talking about breaking up the fallow ground. Come on. We got to get it ready. Mm, glory. Right now, Pastor's getting ready. He's getting, he's getting the fallow ground broke up. He's, he's passing out these cards and it tells you're to give them cards to somebody that you'll think will come and they could win something. Say, so, oh, I don't believe that's right. That's bribery. Any way to get them in here. Come on. It's all right. It's all right. Any way to, if we can get them in here and save one soul, honey, it's been on good ground and God's going to bless it and it's going to increase and it's going to multiply. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We must sow the seed on good ground. I don't know about you, but I'm, are you, you know, we, we all could make excuses why we can't do it. We haven't got time. Too many long hours, too many things to do, too many things on our plate. 
Hallelujah. But I want you to know something. We are left without excuse because we are connected to the true vine. We are the branches to that vine. Come on, church. I'm connected. Everybody say, I'm connected. Come on, I got the power. Yes, sir. Oh, when you get the Holy Ghost, you'll receive power. I have got what it takes to be a soul winner. And some saying in the midst of it, there's two strenuous things to be a Christian and I can't handle it. Yes, you can. Come on. Yes, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can't do it alone, but through him, I can do it. Oh. I want you to know you can live for God. Come on, people say, well, it's too hard. You know what? People have made it hard. Truth is, if you live hard, it'll become easy. But if you live easy, it'll become hard. Can't live it. Yes, you can. Whew, glory. You know what? There needs to be some people that'll break up that ground, that fallow ground, and run the old disc and the herald over at Charles and. Throw out a few seed where it's good. Don't, don't throw any over there in the weeds. Don't throw any over there in the briars, you know. Over among the thorns, you know. Make sure it's good ground. Make sure, make sure there's not a junk where you're throwing it. Come on, clean up your mess before you plant the seed. My daddy was very meticulous when it came to gardening. He hated weeds. Sister McGee, you know him as well as I. If he was going to plant that garden, he had that, he had that tractor out there and he would run through that garden. I'm telling you, there wasn't any weeds because before he was going to plant that, that thing was going to be smooth as silk, buddy. You could, I mean, you could almost pick the dirt up and it was like powder. You know why? Because he didn't want beans to break their neck trying to come up through. He didn't want to lose nothing. Come on. And, and he waited till those potatoes come up good before he went along and he plowed them in, you know, and, he, and, 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 and made them potatoes, you know, put them, put them. Yes, sir. He made sure he's going to plow that up there and he's going to hump that up so them potatoes could grow in there. And that hill, he's going to heal them potatoes. Because he knew if he could heal those potatoes, it'd produce more potatoes. And then all you'd have to do is come along with that shovel and hit them and potatoes just fly. And we'd take them potatoes and we'd put them down in the cellar and they'd keep and you could go down and get fresh potatoes all winter. You know why? Because daddy made sure that the ground that he had was ready for the fruit. Come on, church. There, I'm sorry, but there are some people in here that said, I haven't got nothing to offer, but I'm telling you tonight, by the hand of God, you've got something to offer. I'm tired of the devil telling you you're not a farmer and you can't plant anything. You can't grow anything. Yes, you can. You can be a soul winner for Christ Jesus, my Lord. There's nothing that you can't do. We've been empowered to do so. All right. Well, Jesus. 
I'm almost through. I have no excuse to not bring forth good fruit. I'm getting ready to close. Short sermon for Bishop, and can't believe it, can you? I heard that. But Mason, I'm going to close here. You can come to the, you can come to the music. See, what you don't know is I've been breaking up the fallow ground. And I've been planting, and I'm planning on having a harvest at the altar. Because I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I want you to take deep in your heart and be serious. Because God worked on me. When I began to think that I could gain 30 times more than I planted, and 60 times more than I planted, 100 times more than I planted, I decided that this is well worth it. So I'm going to ask you a question. Are you going to prepare the ground? Are you just going to throw seed up and hope that it lands on good ground? Are you going to prepare the ground? Or are you going to be one of those that just throws the seed and the wind catches it and you've wasted almost more than you've scattered? It's time for us as Christians to get down to business with God at First Apostolic Church and quit wasting seed. In fact, let me tell you this. Some of those people, Brother Mike, that I thought was about as far from God that there was no way to reach them, sometimes I found out those are the hungry ones that you could reach. Come on now. How many times have we not really checked it out, but just in our mind is saying, well, there's no need to go in and talk to them because they won't come. And when you began to talk, it was like, man, this is just supposed to be. We've got a little time between now and Easter. I would to God, Brother Sutton, that we could just kind of have our ground broken up and win some souls them people brother Sutton that we thought had never listened probably you've run into those kind at work that you thought never would ever pay attention and after you began to talk to them you found out their heart was soft and ready for receiving you've run into them kind brother Michael Sister Paula, you've run into those that just blowed your mind that you couldn't. Man, I'd have never thought it. Who'd ever thunk? Who'd ever thunk it? Dear, we've run into those kind of hospital visits and things. And we thought, we'd never reach them. This is just some of them that we'll just talk to. And when you come to find out that they're really hungry. come the serious part of this tonight that I don't know about you but I'm tired of wasting seed I want to make sure it's good ground I'm, but Freddie we're not in this to waste our seed 
But we're in this to make every grain count. Glory. Come on, young people. Cast you some seed out there. Brother Andrew. I'm going to tell you, that grandson of mine was always the type of fellow. Kind of took after his dad in that area, but he, he could get people to come to church with him. He could do it. Am I right, brother? Am I right, Michael? Andrew's got it in him to bring, he can bring young boys to church with him. Different ones probably every night. Shauna's been that type of a person in her life. She, she was good. She could bring people to church. She knew how to get people here. You could too. I guarantee you can draw people. Just don't look at his eyes. Well, Jamie, I'm going to pick on you. Brother Jamie, I can remember time after time. You brought guys in here. Probably some of us would have took one look and said, not them. Brother Jamie got them here. You're gifted. You need to go ahead and plant seeds, son. gifted you're gifted you need to plant seed sister hard telling how many people you've brought in this church she's like she's like the bishop she's got the gift of gab And she's blessed to have that. And because she's able to talk to people like that, she can get them to come to church. You need to put five names down on her sister, and I got a feeling that we're going to see them show up. Sister Sean, I believe you can put five names on her. I believe you can get them to come. I do. I'm sorry. I, I really believe it. Jay, you can do it. And now you all's in this together. You're a team. I know good and well you can do it. These two can do it. Sister Sheila, you and Sister Angie can do it. You, you got two here tonight. You know why they did? You know why Dick? You know why Brother Dick? Sister Helen's here, don't you? He said, we was ordered by three different people to come. Dick said, so I had to come. I agreed. You know, three touching anything, it'll be done. Oh, yes. Glory. Brother Mike, this fine threesome right here. I got the feeling. There's no, you, you guys can, five people, that's nothing. This fine young couple here, Sarah and Josh, I've watched them do it. I've seen, come on, I've seen them bring their families in here time after time. 
You tell me they can do it. Yes, they can. Come on. Come on, church. We need to get down to business and quit scattering our seed and plant it in fallow ground. Come on. That's been broken up. And come on. We need to do it. Who tonight's going to break up the fallow ground? Are you going to... Are you going to prepare it tonight? Are you going to prepare your ground tonight? Or are you just going to throw it? You going to plant it on good ground? Or are you just going to throw it, scatter it? Wherever it lays. Altars open. I am closing. God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.